KYW Original Podcasts. The Coronavirus Pandemic from KYW In-Depth. More than 200,000 students in Philadelphia have been out of the classroom for just over a week now. And the only thing we know for sure is that we are nowhere near the end of this thing. Philadelphia School District Superintendent William Height spoke to reporters this morning. Mike Donato was there. Thanks for checking in on the podcast again, Mike. You're breaking records. <laughs> Happy to help, Tom. So we learned a couple of things today, but were any of them whether or not Philadelphia students are going back to school before summer? Well, we didn't learn that, uh, and there's uh, the possibility that they may not. You know, in Virginia and Kansas, uh, in-school instruction has been called off for the rest of the school year. And we talked with Superintendent uh, Height, and he said he could see that happening in Pennsylvania if these closures go much longer. You know, I asked him if the academic year could end with an asterisk, and he said yes, he could see that uh, with the grades after the third marking period being the final grades for the year. So uh, no one knows at this point, uh, but the district is making plans uh, to provide some kind of instruction for as long as they can. April 6th is the day that they are supposed to come back to school. Um, that's when the statewide schools are closed until then. Uh, but in Philadelphia, you have spring break starting that week. So another thing that Height said was that uh, schools would need some time to get the buildings and uh, the instructional programs ramped up again. So the earliest that uh, Philly schools would open, Tom, would be April 13th. Which seems incredibly optimistic. All of the flatten the curve graphs have, uh, you know, mid-April being still very much us in, in the thick of this. Yeah, we, we say that as the best case scenario uh, and uh, it's anybody's guess uh, if and when uh, that April 13th day is the day they go back or not. So the the biggest development sort of centers around trying to get kids access to online teaching. You know, if, if you can't be in the school, it doesn't necessarily mean you can't be learning. So what, what is the district doing? They are trying to get technology into the hands of uh, the 140,000 students in the school district schools. Right now, a handful, a couple dozen maybe of the district's 200 schools uh, have laptops that their students take home with them. Uh, but uh, what they are trying to do is to get Chromebooks and laptops that they can send home with students so that they can connect back with their teachers and spend some time learning uh, all this time that they are home. Uh, so what they're doing is taking an inventory of the Chromebooks and uh, laptops that they already have in classrooms, uh, and they're making plans to lend them to students at home and the district is also negotiating with vendors to buy more laptops that can be sent home to students. Now, of course, we're talking about thousands and thousands of, of laptops. The superintendent Height says uh, he's still trying to determine a cost for all of this. He's negotiating uh, with vendors to try to get the best deals. He doesn't really have a price for what this will all cost, but he hopes to have some kind of a number that he can present to the school board when they hold their meeting on Thursday evening. Uh, the district, Tom, is also talking to Internet providers 
including Comcast, about setting up hotspots near the homes of students who don't have Internet access. And that's roughly half the students in the district. Uh, the district did a survey last year of 83,000 students. Uh, 41% of the students in grades 3 to 8 had Internet access at home. 51% of high schoolers had access at home. But big picture, roughly half of students have Internet access at home and half don't. So even if they had a laptop, uh, they, they couldn't use it to connect to the school. And what the district is doing is talking with Comcast and other providers about uh, if they don't have a cable box in their home, setting up a hotspot where they can log on so they can connect back to their schools. Those numbers are sobering. Half the students don't have internet access. How? What, what kind of a job is it to to hook all these students up? What What does putting hotspots near their homes mean? Well, well, it's a tremendous job. I mean, it's it's a huge undertaking, uh, an unprecedented undertaking, and uh, we'll see if it actually happens. You know, last week the district sent a memo to principals saying that. Teachers couldn't have online classes uh, where attendance was taken and grades were issued. Uh, they couldn't do that because they weren't able to make that available to all students. Um, and right now, they are trying to make it available to all students, uh, although this would still be uh, not be online classes where they would take attendance and issue grades uh, to, to the best of our knowledge. Um, the superintendent says that n- there is really no substitute for having a teacher in front of a classroom uh, teaching children, no matter how robust uh, an online education is. Is there any kind of roadmap? Uh, ha- have any other school districts done this or tried to do something like this? I don't know if any school district has tried to do this all at once, so the way the Philadelphia school district is doing. Of course, many of uh, the suburban districts, uh, their students take home laptops uh, all the time. Uh, but it's unprecedented in my uh, experience that a school district would try to uh, outfit thousands of its students all at once so that they could uh, log on and communicate with their school. You said the district is trying to get computers to 140,000 students. Wait, what does that number refer to? That refers to the number of students in Philadelphia school district schools. Uh, we're, we're subtracting the uh, the students that go to charter schools. Um, they are they are not part of of this. The district runs its schools, and each individual charter organization runs its schools. So I was uh, when you were talking about the number of two hundred thousand. That's the number of students in the district altogether. Uh, one hundred forty thousand. Actually, it's less than that. Uh, are students in Philadelphia district run schools? So th- this is theoretically being talked about as a way for students to learn. During the coronavirus shutdown is, you know, in your opinion, in your expertise, is this a job that can be done in the next two weeks? I it's possible if if the money is there and the 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 hardware can be acquired and uh, the learning curve to uh, sign on to a, a Wi-Fi signal is there, and the and, and the kids don't forget their passwords uh, to Google Classroom and things like that. Uh, it 
it is possible, but it's it's a huge undertaking. Uh, and if you just want my opinion, I mean, not not every student is going to be able to do this. I think some are going to need help, and I don't know that that help is is necessarily going to be available to them. Teachers have a, a huge uh, job and a huge responsibility. They, in many cases, I'm sure, will do their best to bring as many students in their class along with them as they can as they do this. Um, but you have to think that, that there are special needs students. There are students uh, who are uh, learning English. Uh, and the concern is that uh, while the rest of the the class is trying to uh, trying to move ahead, that some of these kids, unfortunately, may be left behind. A lot of people have been concerned about some of the students are left behind in other ways. Uh, a lot of kids rely on going to school to get a meal each day. Can you put into perspective how big of a problem that is and if there have been any updates? Uh, the updates, uh, well, we know uh, in the, the poorest big city in America, we know what a problem it is uh, with, with poverty and uh, children getting enough to eat. Uh, I can tell you that the district is now providing meals at 49 schools. That's up from 30 locations last week, 49 different schools where um, students can come to get meals. But the district is only doing it twice a week on Mondays and Thursdays. Um, They're making the meals available between nine and noon, and each student can actually take six meals when they go. They can get three breakfasts and three lunches when they go. Last week when this program was launched, there there weren't many takers at first, but I think the word is getting out. And uh, Superintendent Height said as of yesterday, uh, 53,000 meals um, just in, in uh, on, on the one day, 53,000 meals were distributed. So families in Philadelphia are, are finding out about this, and they are increasingly taking advantage. Mike, how long have you been covering the school district? Um, 35 years, 36 years, something like that. Back to Connie Clayton. <laughs> I, I'm wondering if you can think of a, a similar year in, in terms of the unique challenges that we've faced. You know, every year it's there's the challenge of how do we pay for this school year? And then uh, this year, I don't know if you remembered, but the, <laughs> the crisis that was only weeks ago is still happening. It feels like years ago is that, oh, wait, a ton of these schools have asbestos in them. And and now the entire world shut down. Well, that's exactly what I was going to say. Uh, but it, it, uh, earlier in this school year, it seemed like uh, asbestos uh, was the cloud hanging over uh, the entire district. And now, as Superintendent Height said today, this school year is going to finish with an asterisk. There are going to be students that just probably, the way things are going, probably are not going to finish four quarters of education. They're going to be uh, left with what they uh, learned after three marking periods and whatever else they can get in in the fourth and then they will move on, uh, and and that is um, another 
tragedy of of this whole pandemic and not just the people who are getting sick and the people who are dying and the people who are losing their lives um but younger people through no fault of their own are going to be deprived the best possible education they can get this year is is crazy yeah i wish i had better better words to say that's a good word for it yeah <laughs> Mike, thank you for taking the time to come back on KOW in depth. I appreciate it. Tom, oh, it is always a pleasure. Anytime. I'm sure we'll talk again tomorrow because why would we break our streak? That's right. <laughs> like a day without sunshine. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. All right. Talk to you later. Thanks, Mike. Bye. Okay. Bye. That's it for this episode of KOW in depth coronavirus. I'm Tom Rickert, and we'll be back with another episode soon. 